We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Glover Cohen officially hangs up the cleats. Should the Detroit Lions retire number 27? And we're a little more than two weeks away from training camp. Will Darius Slay and Snacks Harrison show for camp? Find out on episode 26 of The Pride Podcast. Brady's got it. Wants to throw from deep in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He wants to set. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side 25. Picks up. Behind him. He's got it. Wants to throw. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep, got a man out there, end zone, caught, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast on the Blue Wire Network. I'm Tyler from Lions Nation. I'm Pierre from Detroit Lions Fan Page. I am Malcolm, I am with the Detroit Lions video page. And before we hop into episode 26, I just want to give you guys a big thank you for all the support from episode 25. It was, you know, awesome seeing all the nice comments you guys gave us. Darius was awesome. Everything was awesome about that episode. So, again, thank you guys for all the support. And you guys are probably wondering, what the hell are you guys going to do today on the, on the podcast? It's early July. Training camp's not even here. Well, we got a few topics for you guys. And our first topic is... And Darius Slay and Damon Snacks Harrison, their contract situation is still not figured out yet with the Lions. So, Pierre, are you by any means concerned with the situation going on with Darius Slay and Snacks Harrison? No, I'm not. I'll start to get concerned if they don't show up for training camp. That gets concerning. But right now, now I'm not concerned. They're represented by uh, Drew Rosenhaus. He represented AB, and we saw how that went down. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen here, though. I think both guys deserve a raise. We'll talk about that later. What do you guys think? You know, for me personally, I think I think the, the Lions have the leverage right now over both Snacks Harrison and uh, Darius Slay. Just because at the point where they're at, this, at their career right now, you know, Darius Slay is not going to age 30 right now. Snacks is already at 30. Um, this is a very different situation compared to the Le'Veon Bell situation compared to last year. Those guys really can't afford to sit down and, you know, sit out the whole year. Or I guess Darius Slay has already announced he will not sit out the season. So, um, I think it's a different situation. I don't know how, 
concerned I am. You know, I thought it would be figured out by now. But the Lions do have the leverage right now. And knowing this whole Patriot way, you know, that they've adapted to and seeing what the Patriots have done in the past, I don't know if they will give them their extension or it's something to look out for. I, I really don't know what's going to happen, honestly. What about you, Malcolm? To be completely honest, man, you just actually hit it on the on the head as far as um Detroit holding all the cards on mm. on the Snacks Harrison and Darius Slade deal. I mean, we love the we love those guys. They they're a big part of the defense. But let's be honest, guys, if Detroit really didn't want to pay them, Snacks and Slade don't have that many options. I mean, they only have three options. If if Detroit really wanted to be a holes and said, "Look, we're not worrying about this this year." We're going to focus on this next year. And the Snacks and Slays, you know, they're pissed off. They don't have too many options. They only have three options. They have A, they can either suck it up and just play this year. B would be to hold out the rest of the year and possibly next year because it's not, it wouldn't be a one year holdout because they both have two years on their contract. Yep. So it would be a disaster. It, it, financially wise, it wouldn't be wise for them to, to hold out a whole year because it would probably linger to next year. So that would be a that would be a horrible option for them, and then the third option would be early retirement. I mean, they don't have much leverage when you have two years on your contract. I mean, both sides they really look like they are going to come to camp. I mean, from what Snacks Harrison said, he made actually made a tweet on June twenty fifth. It was actually a funny tweet. He was talking about his kids and everything. Um, it was like right after he had both of his kids, and this is what Snacks Harrison said on June twenty fifth. He says. I ain't going to lie. If OTAs were right now, I'll run out my house. <laughs> Them babies are on my ass. I mean, it was a joke. I mean, can't take nothing serious about it, but all signs are showing that Damian Harrison may show up to camp. So I'm not really worried about it. If this lingered to next year, I would be more worried about it, but I don't see them. Malcolm, there is an option for as well. You didn't say it. They could request a trade. Now, oh, they, they, they could definitely do that. That's what scares me because those are your two best players on defense, right? Um, you, we, know what, we know without Slay what Allen Robinson did to us that game. I don't know who was starting at corner. I think it was Ford and Tease. Allen Robinson ate him up for dinner, literally. Yeah. Um, then the second part is when before Snacks, Detroit was 26th in run defense. And then after acquiring Snacks, I believe they were uh, eighth in run defense, I want to say. I'm not sure, but they were top ten. Take out, number, take out numbers. Their defense just looked a lot better when they acquired Damon Snacks Harrison. Right. You know? The defense completely flipped. Even uh, <laughs> Andre Diggs tweeted about it. They showed it. Uh, they showed like a clip of Snacks. He'd be like, Snacks changed our entire defense, you know? Yeah. So. And we've mentioned on you know old podcasts before when the season was going on, I've mentioned my stat every single week, the Damon Snacks Harrison and the Ashawn Robinson stat, and how right. much better this defense has gotten. So you could take on numbers just watching. You could tell how much better it was with Snacks Harrison in that defense. And he made players around him better as well. Jared Davis exactly. got better. Mm-hmm. Ashawn got better. Uh, uh, Christian Jones played really well down the stretch. End so. of the year, yeah. He looked good. So, I mean... I don't know. What do you guys think is going to happen with the situation? Do you think they're, you know, Detroit is going to end up, you know, paying them this year? But like, I don't know. For me personally, knowing the Patriot way and kind of the way they've been going lately, I don't see it happening just this year. I think the Lions or Snacks and Darius might just have to kind of suck it up and 
play this year, honestly, under their current contract, just because knowing the Patriot way, and I hate comparing everything to the Patriot way, but that's you know what we're doing, and um, I hate to do it, but it just seems like the Lions don't care. Like if they don't want to play, you know, they, they won't play. <laughs> you know, that's just kind of um, like how it's always been. When you're saying the Patriot way, remember Gronk? I believe had like two or three years on his deal. What the Patriots did, I believe they added some incentives or like gave him some guaranteed money. So I could see Detroit doing that with Snacks or Slate because neither of them have guaranteed money right now. Like if they get hurt, they could cut him next year. Exactly. They'll cost nothing against the cap. They won't cost much against the cap. Mm-hmm. So if they want their security. Detroit can guarantee this year, can add some incentives or add like an extra year, make this year guaranteed. So, I mean, there's ways to like go around. I wouldn't completely give them a brand new contract. I, I just like, yeah. So I think that's what will happen with both of them because they're both read by the same guy. And I don't think he'd want one guy to get paid, one guy not. Either both get paid or neither. What do I think uh, what's going to happen between them this year? It's, it's tough. And you kind of said it already that they can't sign one and not sign the other because they're both represented by the same guy. Right. So my you know, first instinct of thinking on this is I don't believe they're going to they're gonna make a move this year. I don't think they're going to make the move this year because money-wise, to get both of them in a happy situation where they're both happy with the guaranteed money, I don't know how, how much room Detroit has to do that right now. Well, they and, have, they do have, uh, I believe it's like 23, 23 million in cap space, around eighth or ninth in the league. So they have money. They could pay their guys right now. They could front load the contracts, back load them. They do have money. Yeah. You know? I mean, they, they would, I mean, I think for them to make a move, they'll have to restructure some contracts. I mean, just to get snacks and, and slay in a happy situation. I mean, and, and like, like Tyler said, they, they don't have the, the track record of, of paying guys. Two years left in a contract. Now, I know you brought up Gronk, but I just don't see Patricia and Bob Quinn pulling a move like that. The reason why I said Gronk, because Gronk was also represented by Drew Rosenhaus, and Bill Belichick did what Gronk wanted, which was, like, add some incentives to his deal, basically, make it, like, 10 mil. So, I mean, like I said, it's up in the air. Anything can happen. Right. My first my first thought is I, I don't think they're going to do it because, like I said, they, they, have, they have the ball in their court right now. Um, if if they decide not to, I mean, the only thing's gonna happen is I think Slay and Snacks is both just gonna show up. They're not gonna be as the, the happiest campers, but they're gonna they're gonna have to show up and at least play this year and see how, what happens next year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, my next topic for you guys is I know Malcolm will enjoy this topic. It's OTAs is all done, and you know T's Tabor had a pretty impressive OTAs. If- Woo! <laughs> so. Is T's Tabor for real, guys? I'm gonna start off with Mel because that's his boy. You got damn right. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say he has to be for real. I'm not saying a yes. I'm, I'm gonna say that he he has to be for real this year because this year is a do or die situation for T's. I think this year they're not gonna they're not gonna baby him. They're not gonna say, oh, he's learning. All that shit is already out the window. All that mm-hmm. shit's out the window this year. It's either I, I can see him taking off the the floaties. The, the water floaties, and he either is going to sink or swim this year. The water floaties? The water floaties. He has the, uh, the duck around the waist. You know, he has the shit around his shoulders. Like, he has, you know, the, the, the little floaties on the biceps. He had, he had all that shit last year. They're taking all that shit off. All that's coming off. Um, he either gonna, He's either going to sink or swim. Because if he cannot make a leap, he will be cut. He knows that. 
all the fans knows that. I mean, everybody everybody knows it. So what do I personally think? I think he is gonna make that jump. If you ask me, I think he's gonna make that jump. He did win OTAs. If you ask me who was a winner of OTAs this year, it has to go to T Staber because he made he made a jump. I mean, I mean he does it every he did it last year. He made a jump last year. He showed he can make plays. We did the same thing this year, and the only thing that kind of worries me is that he didn't do it against the best competition. You know, there was no Kenny Galladay <clears throat> out there. There was no Marvin Jones out there. But he was he held his own. He, he had some plays where he didn't look as great, but he held his own. He made plays on the ball. I think for training camp and preseason, I think he has a chance to make another jump. So I think this is a good year for Tease Tabor. I think he's for real. Tease Tabor's making a roster this year. Let's go. I was, gonna ask, I was just going to ask you, is Steve Saber going to make the 53 man? Go. Wow. Um, hyping this up. I'm more like, I'm kind of like way in C mode. I'm not, I'm not like super high on T's. You guys know that. Last mm-hmm. year, he allowed a perfect passer rating when targeted. Yeah. Uh, basically, very, Wilson very impressive on him. <laughs> uh, let, but coaches have raved about his IQ. Like, we know he's a smart player, but does he have the athleticism? No. Now, look, he made plays in OTAs, right? But he's not wearing pads. He's wearing, like, shorts and shirts, you know? And like you said, though, Marvin wasn't out there and Kenny wasn't out there. So that that's concerning. I mean, not concerning, but, like, I want to see him against those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching him closely in training camp and preseason. But right now, I think he'll most likely get traded to, like, a team like the Dallas Cowboys or San Francisco 49ers. I don't think he'll get caught. I think they'll trade him. You off the team! What you mean? Coach! Get out! For what kind of package you looking for? Like a seventh round pick, maybe sixth round pick? Oh hell no! I know Dallas was interested last year, but Detroit had no interest, or like it was a rumor. Um, you probably get like a fifth or sixth, maybe a seventh. Okay, so um, like an A three pick. Yeah, uh, I think my opinion on the T's taper situation, where he did have a lot of interceptions, I did hear on one day he got beat three times. It was not by Kenny Galladay. It was not by Marvin Jones. It was by Andy Jones, actually. <laughs> and he got beat three times, I believe, in that day. So, you know, he's shown his flashes, but, you know, he's shown his, uh, his other flashes. Where <laughs> That's just kind of seems a good spin with Tease Tabor. But, you know, I'm not on the boat to say he's for real yet. But, and I, I kind of see the same, you know, pathway where Pierre's saying I could see maybe a trade. I could even see him being cut straight up, honestly. I think there's a lot of good competition at that cornerback position where it's kind of tough for T's to make this team, honestly, because you're thinking of guys like, you got to imagine when Darius Slay comes back, you know, they got uh, Rashawn Melvin they signed, you know, they drafted Amani Arue in the fifth round, which was an absolute steal, and, you know, there's a lot of competition in that secondary, and Mike Ford is still there. Justin Coleman. At the Justin Nicole. Coleman, yeah, there, there's a lot Agnew. of... Agnew, yeah, there, there's a lot of good corners. You know, I think it comes down to a competition of maybe of you could see a Tease Tabor versus Mike Ford or a Tease Tabor versus Rashawn Melvin. I think it comes down to, you know, one of those guys being cut. And right now, if I had to favor on this exact day of July 9th, I would say Tease Tabor is the odd man out. Take off your uniform and go brainstorm on how you going to find a guy. And something that people like we don't talk much about, like Quandre Dix can still play corner and Will Harris. He has the athleticism and size to play corner as well. So Yeah, yeah definitely. So uh, from this current day right now, training camp hasn't started. I think Tease is the odd man out. 
bearing that there's no injuries happening. This I'm assuming that everyone is healthy right now. Right. That I think T's taper makes or will not make the roster. But injuries happen in the NFL every day. So never know. But as you right break now, out. I mean Yeah, yeah, you never know. On this exact day right now, I'm gonna say no though, for T's making the fifty three. I'm sorry, Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, if T's Tabor does not impress me this training camp, then yeah, they're going to have to ship his ass out of Detroit. Speaking of shipping, let me talk about ShipStation. All right, so if you're selling stuff online, and you know, I know selling stuff online can be a real pain at sometimes. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and the most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter what you're selling, it could be on Amazon, SD, your own website. ShipStation brings all your orders into one in a simple interface. ShipStation helps you get orders quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keeps your customers happy. And right now, Pride Podcast listeners can use ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code BLUE. Again, all caps, BLUE. That's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without entering your credit card info. ShipStation works with all major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and United Postal Service, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solutions for you and your customers. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in all caps BLUE. That's ShipStation, then enter code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Make shipping happen. All right, we start with breaking news on this Sports Center. Moves already being made. The Eagles landing a new defensive tackle, according to our Josina Anderson, former Jaguar Malik Jackson. Receivers, the Lions announcing they have signed veteran Danny Amendola. ESPN Santa Receiver reports it's a one-year deal worth up to five point seven five million. All right, everybody. So welcome back. Um, we're actually going to start a brand new segment. It is called Around the League with me, Malcolm. Wow. Um, where we talk about just news around the NFL, just different stuff that's going on around the league. Okay. And we're actually going to start this one off in Atlanta. Oh. TMZ actually caught up with Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones at the airport. And they immediately asked him about his contract situation and holding out and if he would hold out. And this is exactly what he had to say. What's going on with contract? Uh-huh. Uh, everything's going good right now. Um, I'm, doing my, I'm doing my part at the end of the day. Um, just training every day, being ready, being prepared for the season. Um, but Best agent, wide receiver in the NFL. Oh man, right? thank you, thank you. My uh, my agent, the Falcons, Mr. Blank. You know, I, I just said it before. Uh, Mr. Blank gave us his word. Um, that's golden. You know, um, his word was what that. His word is going to get done. It's going to get done. Um, there's no stress on my end. I'm you know I'm not thinking about it. Um, he makes it easy for me to go out and just you know work every day. You know. And right. I, you know, have one of those situations like, you know, a hold out and things like that. Um, so there's no chance of you holding out, none of that? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not no. trying to hold out. Yeah. I'm not trying to do any of that stuff, man. Just, I'm just trying to be a professional and uh, do what I do and just, you know, bring it every year, you know, like I do every year. So. Jones actually has two years <laughs> left on his contract, which is scheduled to pay him $9.6 million base salary in 2019 and $11.4 million in 2020. And in New England, um, former Patriots linebacker Teddy Bruschi actually suffered his second stroke on July 4th. Um, he actually made a post on Instagram letting everybody know that he's doing much better from the stroke. This is actually his second stroke he suffered. He suffered wow. his first stroke 
in 2005 as a member of the New England Patriots, where he actually missed the first six games because of the stroke, and then he actually came back the second half of the season, played the last remaining eight games. That guy is a warrior. I don't know how you do it. You get a stroke and come back and play football. That guy's a warrior. Praise to Teddy Brisky for actually being good spirits after having the stroke and letting everybody know he's doing okay. So praise yeah, to Teddy Brisky. Players are with him. Yeah. And that is it on Around the League with Malcolm. All right. Good stuff, Malcolm. Good stuff. All right. Let's hop into our next topic. For our next topic today, the Lions still have an open roster spot after trading Michael Roberts. So they traded Michael Roberts. Well, actually, they traded him. It didn't go through. We came back. They waived him. So, whatever. The Lions are 89, not 90. And there's still a hole on this Lions team. Pierre, give me a free agent that's currently on the market that you want the Lions to go after. All right. Monty Teo is the guy I want. Uh, He visited with Detroit for some reason. I guess they offered him a contract or whatever. I don't know exactly what happened. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Um... Matt Patricia said last year, or like towards the end of the press conference, like end of the year press conference, he said that he wanted like a 10-year vet at linebacker that Davis could lean on. Now, Jelani Tavai is a rookie. I mean, Davis, he's smart, but I still think I want that veteran linebacker in the room with them. And I like, Monty, I tell you, he won't cost you a lot. He was really good with New Orleans when healthy. He was kind of bad with San Diego, but he, he bounced back New Orleans. His first year with New Orleans, which was 2017, he played in all 16 games. He started in 10 games. He has 62 tackles and three passes defended. Good against the run, decent against the pass, you know, not bad. Last year, he was injured. Like, he started off injured. Towards the end of the year, he was a healthy scratch. But overall, he's a solid linebacker, and I think he'd be a good vet to add to this locker room. Okay. Malcolm, who is your guy? My guy is a familiar face. He was on the team last year. And I think this is will be a perfect move because it's somebody that you don't have to really teach. He knows the system. He knows Patricia. He knows what they expect from the team. And this guy could come in and be a leader in the locker room. I'm talking about RJF, Ricky, Gene, Francois. Um, he's not the most protective guy, by all means. He's not the most protective guy. But he has leadership. And I think that leadership goes right. far. And it, because he does know the system. Because we do need another tackle, a no tackle, um, no tackle, um, defensive tackle. I think he will be a big. I think he could come in and be a big help for this team right now. And I'm not saying that because he went to Miami Carroll City High. I'm not saying that. But wow. um, <laughs> oh, okay. oh you, but, you call me the biased one. No, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. You know, um, I'm just saying that he will come in and definitely be a big help. Yeah, I agree. I like Ricky G. I, I like RJF. All right. My guy now. Uh, I'm going to go with another familiar face, but he was not on the roster last year, so he's never played under Coach Patricia before. At least, as what I know, I don't think he's played under Coach Patricia. Uh, but his name is Josh Bynes. He hasn't been with the team since 2016. He got cut by Arizona uh, close to the you know early stages of free agency. He got released. And, you know, me personally, I think Josh Bynes, it kind of goes what Pierre was saying that Patricia said he wanted another, you know, veteran to go along with, you know, the young linebackers they got right now with Davis, Tavai. Bynes has been in the league for nine years. And um, him being familiar with Detroit, I think he's a high-character player, and he's still a good player on the field. 
not too many injuries in this, you know, history too. Something I, you know, value. I like Vines as a player, and I think he fits everything the Lions need right now. I think he fits the scheme perfectly. He was still a high player in Arizona last year, right. in the last few years. Um, so I think getting Vines as a depth guy is would be nice, you know, to go along with Davis to buy, as I said. Him being familiar with Detroit, you know, not too many teammates since, you know, he's been here. But, you know, there's still some familiar faces. And I really liked Bynes when he was a Lion, too. So I think it's a good fit scheme-wise, character-wise. He's that veteran player that Patricia's wanting and at that linebacker spot. So me personally, I like as a fit for Josh Bynes. And, you know, still only 29 years old, you know. Still has a lot of football on him, I believe. God damn. I don't know why I thought like he was much older. Yeah, he's only 29. Wow. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I, I like honestly thought he was older. I honestly thought he was older. I guess I guess the way he plays. I don't know. Yeah. And he also started eleven games for Arizona last year. So I mean that's, he, that's he, he, he he could start if you need him to, man. He showed that when he was in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And for our last topic for the night is a guy that has joined us and talked with us in the Pride Podcast before, number episode 27. 16. Yep. Number, uh, episode 16, number 27 on the field, Glover Quinn. Um, he officially announced his retirement on July 9th. Uh, me, personally, I just want to thank Glover for all he's done for the Lions you know, the past six seasons. A huge part of this defense and personally my favorite player on the Lions ever. And uh, I just want to thank everything he's done for the Lions. I know Pierre's got some numbers. He wants to, you know, list them. Go ahead, Pierre. All right. This is from uh, my guy, Logan, I believe, Lamadier on Twitter. This guy's a stats guy. He's a good guy. Follow him. Stat king. Stat king. Stat king, (laughs) yeah. So, Glover Quinn, he had 148 consecutive starts, most for any active safeties in the NFL. Since joining Detroit in 2013, he was the only player in the NFL to have at least 400 tackles, 15 interceptions, 10 tackles for a loss, and five forced fumbles. His 19 interceptions with the Lions are most for any safety in team history. And he has the second most tackles for a B- DB in Lions history with 423. Unbelievable. So just like an underrated dude. I think 27 should go on the Raptors. Maybe not now, but like l- later. I think he wow. that number deserves. Yeah, I mean, you, re- you saw the numbers I just read. Yeah. I think 27 should be retired. Personally, I love GQ. I've met him once. He actually talked to me for quite a while. On the podcast, he took the time out of his day to talk to us. 40 minutes out of his day. Yeah, so that was awesome. Just all around a good guy, man. He's in a lot for the community of Detroit. He's a good He's a good father. He's a great player on and off the field. Mentored the young dudes. Yeah, I love GQ. So I wish him nothing but luck. Definitely. Yeah. And just, just, just to add on to what you, what you said about GQ, and as far as what he's done as in, in the career and hold, I know, you, I know you indicated his Detroit Lions stats. Right. We're talking about a player in the NFL who plays in the NFL. This is not w- working at Starbucks. This guy <laughs> playing in the NFL, he played Stop. 156 out of 159 games. Crazy. <laughs> like, that is that is insane. This All year, right. I called out to work three times. And I don't play football every year. <laughs> I called out to work three times already this year. Like, this guy only missed three games. Malcolm, what were the reasons for you calling off those days? Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Save that for a different day. Malcolm was sick because the Knicks didn't get the number one overall pick. 
<laughs> no, I can tell you, yo, yo, all jokes aside, and this is a side topic. At, yo, after the Jets game, I called out of work, dog. I, I promise you. What kind of I shit promise is that? on everything, I called out of work. Yo, I called my boss, and he knew I'm a Lions fan, so he just started laughing the whole time. He was like, What, Malcolm? I said, Yo. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back, back is broken. What, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. And he was like, Yo, just take the day off. So I actually called off after the Jets game. So that was one of that was one of the things. But okay, the other two back, will leave for personal reasons. Yeah, we'll use that for another day. But back, I, back, back. I told you the G- other ones because of Zion. You know when Zion got dressed, <laughs> no, they got no, the I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't use it on that. Was, I'm telling you, though, but that Jets game got me so mad. I, I called out of work the next day. So yeah, back about Glover Quinn playing 156 out of 159 games, which is ridiculous. He has a career of 24 interceptions. 737 tackles, 85 pass defense, 10 forced fumbles, 4 sacks, and 2 interceptions taken to the house. So this guy, I agree with you, Pierre. He should have number 27 retired in Detroit. Um, He done so much for the city. Is it going to happen? I don't know because in football it is extremely hard to have that number retired. Hell, Calvin Johnson's number is not even retired right now. So it is hard as hell. To get your number retired in the NFL, it could happen. He deserves it. We'll see how they how they handle it. But yeah, this guy, salute salute to uh, Glover Quinn. Thank you for everything. Thank you for joining the podcast um, on episode sixteen. Thanks for everything, man. You're true class, true classic, and something that will be missed in this league in this locker room. Uh, all right, guys, thank you guys so much for listening all the way through the episode. I know there's not really much to talk about right now with you know training camp coming up you know there's gonna be more topics to come on but thank you guys so much for listening i'm tyler from lions nation i'm pierre from detroit lions fan page i am malcolm and i'm from the detroit lions video page all right lions fans have a good one peace out see you next week peace the pride podcast is sponsored by the d-line a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters.